are listening to Gizmonic Institute's radio. In the not too distant future, on no specific date, there were two guys with a mutual love of MSD3K. They were on their way to watch a favorite show, but then things went bad as they tend to go. When they woke up, they were surprised to find they had been kidnapped by a scientist and launched into the sky. Now they're stuck in space until they've watched every episode of the show. That's the only way that Dr. Odd says he'll ever let them go. Now we invite you to join our heroes as they travel both near and far. Podcasting their grand adventures while hurtling through the stars. It's time for Gizmonic Institute's Radio. Do you ever miss your friend? What? Do you ever miss your friend, Seth? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean a lot, but I try not to think about it. Yeah, because you really haven't done anything to get him back. I mean, what can I do? I'm too busy trying to rescue myself. That's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's off somewhere else. We could um, do away missions. Well, yeah, if we could do away missions, I'd just leave here. We, we could build a suit out of shower a shower curtain. Yeah, I tried that already. Airtight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tried. We sent Nolbot out. Uh, he apparently didn't work. Who? Who? who uh, Nolbot. Have you met Nolbot? No. Oh, he's a yeah, bot that. Goes, that guy was lame too. Yeah, he's a robot oh, that Seth yeah. and I built. You talked about a robot because I had a robot too. Well, you had a spoon. Hmm? Um, ours is actually a functioning robot who developed a crude attitude. Functioning. Yeah. Is. I don't know if that's the word. Functioning alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a, he was, I think he got addicted to, like, platinum or something. I don't remember. Uh-huh. He was he was really into asteroids there for a while. Um, and I really hope that our fans listening aren't uh, expecting us to gear up for a Nolbot guest spot here, because that's not happening. No, because, um, because I melted him. Oh, you, you get what? that melt, Nolbot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, oh. Here's the thing. I had, to, I had to get some fillings done. Okay, in my teeth. teeth? Yeah. So he's in my teeth now. Oh. Huh. So in a way, if you think about it, he'll be with us forever. Aw, that's heartwarming. Yeah, well... Mostly when I'm eating a sandwich. Yeah. It's like, uh... It's like people when they die, they can... They get their loved one cremated and turned into a diamond. It's kind of like that, I guess. It is. It's a lot like that. Except you did definitely murdered him to turn him into teeth. Now, my... My brain tried to justify Dr. Odd saying mostly when I'm eating a sandwich as though his teeth are absent and then sometimes <laughs> present. And then I imagine them being like a cat's claws yeah. that come out when he flexes his gums. Well, oh, which that. row are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a real Wolverine situation going on in your... Uh, hey, they, uh, like shark teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a rotating uh, rows of teeth. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah. How, is this is this something that is just naturally biological oh, for no, you, no, 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 or is this a no, modification? No, no. This is, yeah, it's one of my <laughs> maybe one it's Doctor Odd. One of maybe my many it's genetic engineering. <laughs> oh, one of one of your body mods. One of my many body mods. I do. Okay, tell us about the other ones then. Got a uh, got a six toe. Sure, is that that was intentional thing? No, I mean okay, that was okay. that was born with that one. <laughs> Baby's born with it. Isn't the word polydactyl? Uh, I think you're thinking of pterodactyls. Oh, you're right. They're big yeah, dinosaur birds. No, 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 had, no, no. had too many I toes. Don't know, I don't want any dinosaur parts. <laughs> no, <laughs> doing goodness. that again. 
<laughs> Way to get. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't want to know. Oh, I kind of do, but I don't. Um, so do you? Do you ever? You like one of those people who like put a magnet in their hand so they can always tell which way is north or something? Isn't that like what? a thing? What would what would that do? He's put a what? magnet. Look, first of all, let me tell you something. Yeah, a little little science for you. No yeah. one no one actually knows how magnets work. <laughs> Certainly not those those insane clown men. Probably not. I don't know what yeah. that means, but yeah. But uh, no no one actually knows how magnets work. So, yeah. in all likelihood, what they will teach you teach you in the science school, that means it's probably magic or something or a miracle. A Could miracle? Mhm. Yep. One of the miracles? One of those miracles. Like those insane clown men. It's uh, like the most kind of American miracle. It's yeah, a miracle. A miracle. Uh, the, the insane clown men, there are uh, two gentlemen uh, when uh, when I used to frequent the video barn back on Earth. They would uh, be working there. I think they were working there. They'd be hanging out in the alley and back, and they had clown paint on. Um, and they'd be trying to figure out how magnets worked. Okay. Yep. So. Well, I don't think they were successful. Okay. I mean, they might have been the world's leading minds in terms of magnet figuring out. But so I got that six toe. Yep. Uh, I got the uh, see here. The teeth. The the rows well, of got, rotating expandable well, metal. Yeah, I the, no, I do that. I got the rows yeah. of rotating teeth. Mm-hmm. I got uh oh, I can uh. I never get hangnails. Huh. That's a good power. Yeah. I mean, I I don't It's very either. desirable. Yeah. Body mods. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what exactly did you do to never get hangnails? What well, is that? What did you remove your fingernails? I accidentally dipped my hands into a vat of super glue. Oh, okay. So basically, really my my fingers basically just have a hard casing now. Huh. You know, that's that. you bring up an interesting point. In Men in Black, why couldn't they have just done that to Will Smith? Why did they have to burn his fingerprints off in that scary-looking orb thing? Uh, why couldn't have they just dipped his fingers in super glue and then given him, like, padded fingers that he could have used to, like, take a pizza out of the oven in a pinch or something? No, then the glue would melt, and then you'd have pizza stuck to your hands. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. really that out, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Uh, I guess you're not part of the body mod community. No, I'm not. Like I am. No, I guess. Do you have a split tongue, Dr. Ron? Like a snake. What? Whoa. Like, you know, like those people who turn their tongues into snake tongues. No. Oh, no. okay. No, I have not done that. I do, however, uh... You have a corset piercing all along your back to compliment the uh, the phoenix tattoo that you got in prison. Well, I do have that phoenix if tattoo. If you wonder what we talked about Dr. Rod's phoenix tattoo, you should donate to our Patreon and check out the latest Patreon episode. Whoa. Did you guys well, that, that was weird how that happened. Yeah, that was that was super weird. Yeah, that's a body mod. I got a big, a big phoenix on my back. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. How is Spider, by the way? You're, uh... Your jail friend. Spider? Uh, well, 
He continues to send me very... <laughs> I thought you were going to say spider, but I barely know her, which is uh, not a good joke, but it's I like what... I like how you started That's laughing at a joke that wasn't it. told. I was, I, for some reason, I was 90% sure you were going to say spider, but I barely know her. Uh, and I was Ooh, very surprised. Jeff, yeah. Jeff, that's kind of offensive. What? Don't do Dr. Odd's accent. I, I mean, I'm just, you know, it's just yeah. friends doing our, it'd be like if I were doing an impression of you, I'd be like, don't do Dr. Odd's accent. Wow, you know? this guy is, this yeah, guy is racist. Pretty, I'm a man of a million voices, and I refuse to be silenced. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, so Spider has been sending me increasingly, uh, you might say threatening okay. letters. Mm-hmm. The thing is, what I did though, because you know, I'm supposed to be putting a bunch of money into his prison commissary. Yeah. But what's happened is, you know, like, I don't have any money. Yeah. But I told him that, and, and then he says something about, I'll only have five toes when he's done with me. Oh no! So you won't be and a pterodactyl anymore. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't want to not be a pterodactyl. So, so what I told him was, I said, "Hey, I have transferred all of my debt to uh, to you two. Oh, I feel pretty safe. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. No. Honestly, if, if Spider can come up here to space to reach us, I'll, I've got, you know, I've got some uh, some hidden gems and, and gold bars stowed away back what? on Earth. What? Oh, yeah. No, I was really big into geocaching. Are you a pirate? Well, I don't like the word pirate. Where are you keeping those? I can I consider Yeah, them, tell us where you're keeping them. I consider myself to be a seafaring uh, entrepreneur that takes advantage of international waters law fairly often. Do you like spaghetti? Mm, only on my sweater. <laughs> Are you only asking him this? Because, I mean, my answer is yes. I don't yeah. know if... Mm-hmm. Is there spaghetti? Oh, no. we don't. I mean, we don't have spaghetti. No. Yeah. What I do mean, we... it, unless the Chuck E. Cheese started uh, selling spaghetti. Could also, be arranged. can I ask you a non-judgmental question, Dr. Odd? Sure. When you were leaving prison, why did you give Spider your actual address? Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I mean, he promised to make me those... The silk shirts. I mean, technically, you don't even have an address, really. Well, it's... Yeah, I mean, I guess it... What you live you under an address. Yeah. You don't yeah, think I, Chuck E. Cheese has an address? No, no, you live under the address. It's yeah, not it's like true. the sewer under my house is an address. I put... <laughs> so it's... You know, it's on... It's like 467 Main Street. Yeah. But at the bottom, you know, like you put like an apartment number? Uh-huh. I just put Dungeon... Okay. Oh, okay. I thought All you were right. going to say that number you live one. on 467. Yeah, but number one. Dungeon number one. Or you could do 467 Main Street and then just write apartment minus one. It's like a, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, kind of situation where the, the letter carrier's like, where's the dungeon? And then you just hear it's true. from the drain. You hear Dr. Odd, we all float down here. Now send me your letters. Oh, he's doing it again. More pizza. There's more pizza. <laughs> yeah, I guess... Do you think the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would, like, go nuts at a Chuck E. Cheese? Like, I'm really surprised there was never that crossover in the 80s, because Chuck E. Cheese was huge, and Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles were huge. And, and they also had a talking rat. They both did. Yeah, they, yeah I mean, oh, I bet man. Splinter was uh, Charles Edward Cheese's, like, nephew or something. Wait, you might be onto something here. 
Chuck E. Cheese a rat or a mouse? He's a mouse, but oh. I mean, same thing. Right? Same. Neither of them you want around pizza. So. True. Very true. Or yeah. a singing gorilla. Mm-hmm. Like rock a fire explosion. I'd hate to take this really focused conversation and channel it down a different path. Yeah. But uh, can, can we get a, a pet? Like a... Like a mutant turtle or a mutant rat or something. What? I'd say you're going to have a pet here pretty soon. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. it's going to be spider. Yeah, it's going to be spider. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that counts as spider. Uh, I, want it, I want it to be a surprise, but... Uh, By the way, if any of you are wondering who spider is or why Dr. Oz talking about being in prison, you should download the newest episode of our Patreon-only podcast. Whoa. Oh, that weird voice happened again. What does that keep happening? I don't know. I thought, I thought you installed these uh, weird pipe speaker things in our spaceship that are uh, constantly giving ads to our Patreon podcast. Oh, I forgot about that. I, I'm sorry. Making money off Facebook. Give us a like and subscribe below. Huh? At least the voice is doing it. Yeah, I just don't we, know where it's to... where it's wanting us to like and subscribe below. Like, below what? Like I don't know. I just, I've I just, looked under I just every table checks. on the spaceship, and I, I, can't, I can't like and subscribe care. to any of them. I don't, I don't give a... You don't do anything. I just... Just send me the money. All right. Well, anyway, you guys go do audio log. Okay. Uh, I want to hear about the rest of your body mods after this. Spider will probably be there soon, Yay. I guess. Is he out of prison Sp- already? Spider, spider, Listen, spider. A man with eight legs that can spin silk from his butt. Yeah. You think he can't find you up there? Uh, I mean, I don't know where you're going to find. First of all, I don't think they make regulation spacesuits that have room for eight legs. I know not all of them are human-sized legs, um, but I still think there's going to be too much for a spacesuit. I thought, I think he's just, he'll build, he, he wraps himself up in his own cocoon. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like, and then launches him in himself. Thing. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you right. get it now. Yeah. Or like that yeah. movie Cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> starring Oatmeal Guy. With, uh, with, yeah, Wilfred Brimley, yeah. Well, diabetes. <laughs> yeah, diabetes oatmeal. Anyway, I'm going to go eat some guy. oatmeal. You guys go record that. All right, we'll do an audio log. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 9, The Indestructible Man. You sound really pumped. Some restrictions apply. Oh, you're doing a commercial? Yeah, because he's not indestructible. (laughs) Have you ever wanted your own indestructible man? Well, check out this guy. You can set him on fire and shoot him with a bazooka. They complain about that a lot, but he's fairly indestructible, actually. Well, indestructible, I think, means... It has to be absolute. If you're playing Magic the Gathering, it means defects that have destroy on them or that would usually result in a creature or artifact's destruction does not actually remove it from the battlefield. Are you also saying close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades? Uh, <laughs> I don't think those two characters we just did would ever meet or get along in real life. You, what's this game you playing with these little cards? Well, it, it, ain't, it, ain't hor- it isn't horseshoes, sir. What? It is, it's not your... Then why is it worth playing? Well... This light steel colossus is worth thirty dollars. You know this is how wars start. Okay, well, uh, indestructible man. So he's a man who is not indestructible, but he's uh, he's fun. He's a fun man. Well, he's not fun. He's kind of a murderer. I don't know. He's what? What nice okay, things I'm can we do, say about I'm gonna the indestructible man? I'm going to do a quick man? summary of the okay. movie. Okay. Well, no. Okay. Well, we'll do that after. Oh. I want to talk about the episode first. But what nice things can we say about the indestructible man? Why do I have to say a nice thing about him? Because what if I don't want I, to. It's it's a. I want to foster a culture of positivity. 
about indestructible men <laughs> or women. He's tall. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, he has fun eyes. Yeah. See, that wasn't so bad. It was horrible. Okay. Um, so, uh, the indestructible man. Let's talk about the MST3K part of it. Woo-hoo. So, in the pre-commercial segment, um, the robots switch voices with each other. Yeah. Tom switches to Crow's voice. Crow switches to Tom's voice. Magic voice and Gypsy switch voices. And uh, they're essentially playing a prank on Joel, which I thought was fun. I have to say that Joel at first doesn't quite catch on that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, emotionally going through the paces with Joel, like like moment for moment because i was at first i was like something's wrong but i don't know what it is well, <laughs> see here's here's the thing that that kind of bothers me about this okay oh. so tom and crow and joel are by circumstance best pals yeah. right they hang out and they spend all day together mm-hmm. so if my two best pals i guess uh, you and Dr. Oz yeah. <laughs> um, would like one day started speaking in each other's voices, I would notice immediately. Well, you think, you think, but I've watched the show so much and I didn't no- figure it out immediately. Oh, really? No, that's what I was literally oh, just saying. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the, the inventions. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the inventions was a serial novel. Yes. Um, where they, for example, they had on the back of a Count Chocula box, they had Anne Rice novels. Yes, like uh, the yeah Dracula. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was very, that was very funny. And I was like, I love that, but also in the in the di- digital era that we now live in, that mm-hmm. probably has been done, but it's probably been like a code or like one of those, oh, like a QR code. Yeah, one of those fancy things you scan with your phone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know of like. Well, and this brings up a good a good point. I don't know of any serial companies that are in bed with a lot of like literature companies. That's true. But what if we came up with some of our own serial novels? Yay! Like, what if uh, on the back of like one of those like real uh, real crunchy cereals, like a Kashi? Oh, I thought but... you were gonna say Captain Crunch. No, no, like crunchy as in like hippie cereals. Uh... Yeah. like a like a Kashi where it's like mostly like see that's or a, probably the worst time you could use the adjective <laughs> crunchy in that capacity because cereal Fair. is something that's Fair. very Fair. literally crunchy. Fair, okay, but like one of those could have like House of leaves on the yeah. back of it. Yeah. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Alright, go ahead. Do a serial and a novel. Uh, right. Let's see. Well, another one that you could have would be um, The Shining and Frosted Flakes. How's that? Oh, because they're cold? Yeah, because he fr- he's, spoiler alert, he freezes in the end. He's, okay. He's a frosted jack. I, I dig that. It's more subtle, though. Yeah, it I is. like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of cereals I liked. I really liked Oreo O's. Yeah. And so I guess I would choose a book about somebody, like, dying from morbid obesity. Okay. Like, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Is that what that mo- book's about? Probably. Okay. Well, a, a cautionary tale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. I, I get it. Oreo O's. And... See, again, I don't know if Oreo O's would want to be, like, associated with that. But... You know, who knows? It's a gripping tail. It could, yeah, it could be. And also, Oreo O's are good enough that you can't you don't really need a book. Yeah, you can't turn anyone away from them. Yeah, I think if if you're, I love Oreo O's. If you're an adult, you know what I don't like? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the glottal stop in the middle. Oreo O's. Oreo O's. <laughs> Oreo O's. Why didn't Oreo they call them Oreos? Yeah, like Ori 
dash O apostrophe oh, S. Oh, man. Yeah. If we were on Earth right now, you'd mm-hmm. be a billionaire. Well, I don't think they make those anymore. What? Sure yeah, they do. I don't, think, I don't think Oreo O's are still a All thing. Right, well, you say the other thing you're going to say, and I'll half listen while I go on the Otternet. Okay. Um, well, the Mads part of the Adventure Exchange, I don't think they had one. Um, they were uh, greeting they a were bunch of people a party. showing up for a party at their house. And... Uh, you oh, they totally still have Oreos. Okay. Well. And also, the last thing I was looking at the Otternet was a picture of Dizzy Gillespie puffing his cheeks. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> he could be a sponsor for Oreos. Yeah, it could be. Okay, Oreo- keep going. Oh, oh, oh. Oreos. Um, the, uh, so, the Mads invention is apparently made for men, but the ladies like it, too. It's implied that maybe it's sexy underwear yeah, or some because such. they can't tell you what it is, but they're wearing it yeah. right now. There's a number of things that it could be yeah mm-hmm. and with each thing they say i kept visualizing something more and more depraved and gross so yeah they did a good job it was really powerful it's like mm-hmm. in a horror movie where it's like more effective where they like pan away during the murder scene yep. and it's more unsettling is the same thing but inside of their pants yeah yeah and i was like what's going on in there honestly the mads are constantly trying to make the most evil invention and i feel like they did it this is the most evil invention that they've presented so far they, they, they did they did a they good did. job they did a good job so the first segment um it's the uh it's the satellite of love. Any s- excuse for a parade, parade. That was um, cute. And it was themed after the undersea kingdom. It was cute. They had a bunch of little like Barbie doll and uh, like miniatures. It's all and being tugged along by Gypsy's vest, <laughs> unending body. Body, yeah. <laughs> it was a Gypsy body parade, um, which is I understand why they don't call it that. Um, <laughs> and the uh, there, there's a little bit of like. A, kind of dark humor joke where so tom servo is the tom servo blimp and uh something causes him to get caught on fire and then they make some hindenburg references mm-hmm. which is which is a, it's a little dark for a skit on msd3k i think at one point uh uh one a crow's one of the announcers and he does do the oh the humanity uh, yeah that's uh, very uh, dark yeah yeah can i um, say, say real quick that yes. my favorite line from the parade is actually earlier than that when it's still fun and cute where they're talking about how one of the floats is made out of milk jugs and they say dairy you don't find it underwater but it's got water in it yeah. that was just i was just tears it, coming out that it was made very me so good. happy it really it really did tickle you uh-huh. Um, the second segment, um, Joel explains why pain is important to the uh, to the robots, um, and this is in reference to the indestructible man not feeling pain as well as being indestructible. Now they don't ever explicitly say that. Yeah, I mm, yeah I guess you well. He seemed pretty unhappy when he's getting burned. Yes, that's true. But like you assume that when he got shot, that you would like be like someone, you know, like pelting you with like have you ever been like hit with like a like a airsoft bullet or something or a paintball or a firework oh yeah firework yeah okay and it didn't didn't, like puncture your skin but it hurt a lot yeah like i imagine that's what being shot if you're indestructible is like but he didn't seem to flinch ever Mm. and he stabbed his hand with those scissors that's a good point i guess and like even if like i didn't puncture my hand but i still stab myself with like blunt scissors it probably hurt he was very frankenstein's monster in terms of what hurt him and what did yeah it was yeah frankenstein's monster is a really good comparison because of the fire the fire (laughs) yeah um and uh so then joel and the bots talk about what they would do if they were indestructible 
Um, you know, like like things like setting themselves on fire or, or going you know. into a wood chipper was that one yep. of them or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, well, so what would you do if you were indestructible? Oh gosh, I would probably walk along the bottom of the ocean. Now, this brings up a good point. Hang out with some fish. Does indestructible mean immortal? Like you can't die, or like. Well, that means you can't be destroyed, right? Literally, cannot be destroyed. But could you, like, be drowned? (laughs) Because that's, like... Because it's not like... It's like he was impervious to, like, physical damage. All right, well, you need to give me the the rules. I I don't know. I'm I'm just... I'm speculating. Well, if I can't die... Okay. If I can't be killed... So you're immortal, yeah. I would walk along the bottom of the ocean. Okay. With, like, a a bunch of vamp... I bet that's where vampires hang out. What? <laughs> like at the bottom of the ocean? Why? Because there's no sunlight down there, and uh, like they don't have to breathe air. What? The, <clears throat> I don't want to hear your answer people, anymore. People can find them in castles and stuff. What? What would you do if you were indestructible? If I was indestructible, well, okay. If I was immortal, I'd go fly through space. Um, but if I was, you're already flying through space. Yeah, no, but like that's the worst answer ever. In my in my body, like Superman. Ah. Yeah, I'd set myself in a... Well, that might be bad because you're like... Uh, you're like floating. Yeah, well, because you'd eternity. set yourself on a trajectory. And then if you were like a, like a fraction of a like a degree off of your initial trajectory, you would just miss whatever. Like bypass planets. Yeah, you could just fly literally for eternity. infinity. Again, yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, no, it's not a very good answer. No, it's not a very good it's answer. It really sucks that you don't get to do another answer. Yeah, what... Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're really, oh, well, too bad really, for me. really wasted that one, man. Sure did. Oh. And I had a real doozy for my other one, That's too. Brutal. But, oh, well. Um, segment three. Um, Joel tries to do the Lon Chaney eye thing from the movie. Lon Chaney, the actor who played the butcher from The Indestructible Man, who is also the eponymous Indestructible Man. Yeah. Um, which is a, it's a thing they do in the film um, several times where they zoom in on Lon Chaney's eyes. Squinting. Yeah, and he's like, he's like kind of like doing crazy eyes, like, squinting and like looking around and uh i think it's supposed to like show how angry he is with the people who stole a bunch of money from him but all it really does is just like uh like make him look like they were filming lon cheney pooping and then we're like oh well we need to zoom in on his eyes because this is too graphic for the indestructible man (laughs) it's like you know in movies where they never show the characters going to the bathroom yeah and this one they're like okay well we need to do that and, uh, I agree. I agree that you kind of get that effect. I have to say that uh, this skit was a little lost on me because I had <laughs> injured my nose uh, at this juncture. Yeah, while, while the watch through. Yeah, you uh, I, you were doing. You were so glad that we were at a, a commercial segment. You're doing the thing where you kind of like jump up and do a flip, and you landed right on your face. Uh, literally, just right on my face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it made a loud thwop. Mm-hmm. I think is the best sound to describe yes, it. Yes. And uh, my nose still kind of hurt, so so they were all jaking around, make, making funnies, and and looking into the camera all Jakes, silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I was just kind of like, ugh, I'm not mm-hmm. having it right now. But yeah. it wasn't their fault. It's no, it was you, the pain. Yeah, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have hit your face. But I, I muddled through mostly to avoid further pain from Doctor Odd. That's fair. That's important. 
Um, the final segment, uh, the bots make Joel sign a contract saying he's never going to make any more cop and donut jokes. Yeah. Uh, which, I, I love the legal language in it. Yes. I wondered if they actually hired somebody to do that. They might have. Or or I don't know if they just made it up, though, too, because I don't know enough about legal language to I know, know if but it was really was, good. Like, it re- was. The, the pastry substances yeah. hereafter <laughs> referred to as, as donuts. donuts. Yeah. That, that was my favorite. Yeah, because uh, Joel did make a bunch of uh, cop and donut jokes in the movie. To be fair, the bots still kept making uh, NBC Saturday Night Movie jokes. Yes. Uh, mystery movie jokes whenever there were flashlights, which Joel told them they weren't allowed to do. So I feel like this street kind of goes both ways, bots, huh? <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you think about that? Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, and then uh, also, there's a little treat. The uh, the Mads they have a uh, they got a noise complaint called on their party, the, and and the cops show up. Yeah, they're they're. I cops. wasn't from the cops, but that's not how it works, is <laughs> no, it? No, it's not like a cop has to call another cop <laughs> if for there's a noise a, complaint. Yeah, yeah. So huh. like, I'm driving by this house, and I feel like it's too loud. Can you go check it out? Uh, and it's uh, Mike Nelson and Kevin Murphy. The uh, Mike Nelson is a writer on the show at this point and the Kevin Murphy voice of Tom Servo I think it may be one of the first times that Kevin Murphy was actually yeah. in a skit that's another thing it took me a second to be like oh that's that's that's, that's Tom Servo Tom Servo yeah mm-hmm um, and I and like this is this is where I was sort of like I was like oh they, it it stinks that everyone but uh, Trace got to be in this sketch I was like oh wait no he's Dr. Forrester yeah <laughs> Never, he's in everything so I would uh, uh I think it would be a lot more helpful, you know, mm-hmm. and this is, you know, don't have to take this badly, Mystery okay. Science Theater, but I think it would be really helpful if every time the voice of Tom Servo appears, he's cosplaying as Tom Servo. <laughs> if he had, like, a Tom Servo tattoo on his forehead. Yeah, or he'd be, would at this point, would he have been cops playing? Because he's, he's a policeman. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, uh, I, I laughed. You did. Um, okay, so let's talk about this movie a little bit. Okay. Um, Undersea Kingdom. Uh, were there any things that you noticed or felt the desire to comment on about the Undersea Kingdom? I normally go nuts for shorts because yeah. I feel like they have such a good length for for the jokes that they yeah, have. Yeah, and they're also um, like kind of, they're usually a little bit crazier. They can be weirder. Yeah. And more out of context. The Undersea Kingdom, this is the second Undersea Kingdom yes. one that we've seen. And to be perfectly frank like i somewhat enjoy them but i really don't get into it yeah i can uh i can see that like the first one had that kind of a little bit of craziness because it had like the kid who like almost fell through the window in the gym and the guy had to like climb up and then they like got sent out on a submarine and yeah like yeah there, there was like stuff that happened this one it was literally like I think there are two factions two of kings. people on There's Atlantis. the kings with the silly hats, and there's yeah. the kings with the silly cloaks. Yeah, and uh, they're both trying to capture and or kill the Earthlings because for some reason. Because they think that they're both on the other person's uh, okay. army. They say right. that. But. Yeah, there's a lot of really uh, Game of Thrones stuff going on that I'm not... It doesn't really play in a, uh, in a, in a short. It's Game of Thrones, but... But somebody had an hour in yeah. Joanne's to make the costume. Yeah, Game of Thrones, but the thrones are toilets. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't – this is definitely probably, in my opinion, the weakest short that we've seen. Even even yeah. weaker than some of the early Phantom Creeps ones. Yeah, just not like, – yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's okay, though. Um, because the Indestructible Man 
um, I thought was actually pretty good. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, so it's a movie about a guy who gets uh, essentially he does a heist with some members of the mob and then they turn on him. So uh, he takes the fall for it. Mm-hmm. But he knows where the money is. But he's on death row and he's going to go um, to the gas chamber. Um, and so he gets executed. And, but then uh, a sleazy kind of mad scientist. He's not really... He's like doing mad science, but he says he's trying to cure cancer. So I don't know where that falls in the gray area of like legitimate science. Because like his assistant goes and pays a coroner just to give him a body. Right. So he's not in like the legitimate scientist. No, he's not. Yeah, but he's also not like I want this body so I can sew it to a uh, owl and see what happens. Like, oh, well, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, though. it's Owl Man. <laughs> It's a movie I'm working on. Uh, no, but uh, so yeah, he he injects this like cancer cure serum into the guy, and then apparently has to like part of the treatment, I guess, is to fill him full of like 270 volts of electricity or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's a he, uh, he essentially Frankenstein's him. He does. And, yep. He what the whatever combination of serum and electricity brings the butcher back to life. The way that's supposed to tie into cancer is just. Uh... It's just sort of like, just use your imagination. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's glad that that treatment didn't work out because I feel like that would be a real rough cancer treatment is to be electrocuted with, with a lot of electricity. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, and so the uh, the butcher um, comes back and apparently he is, uh, they wanted to make him as much like Frankenstein as possible, I think. Yes. Okay. And this, this is probably my biggest gripe about the movie is because right away they say, he Oh, gosh. Wait a minute. There's The electricity burned out his vocal cords, so he couldn't speak. Yeah, yeah. but, like, it was obvious that it would have burned a lot of other things, too, that right. were functioning just fine. And like there his were eyeballs. No, <laughs> there, were, there were no other burns. It was just mm-hmm. very convenient that it was the one that would have allowed him to speak. Again, right. giving him kind of a Frankenstein inability to, to communicate yeah. his feelings. Um, the, I paused for a second. The electricity made bolts come out of his neck <laughs> exactly yeah. it, it felt like that and it felt very convenient and irritating for the rest of the story but i i pause in the midst of exclaiming that mm-hmm. because i suddenly remembered that something that bugged me about the entire movie was how completely unnecessary the narrator was it was yep. it was mm-hmm. the detective who would just punctuate random scenes with dialogue yep and it just every time it happened i was just uh why yeah because they're showing the movie in order and then the detective's like well, we didn't find these bodies until much later. Yeah, and <laughs> like, like when he kills the scientist, he, the detective's like, "Well, we didn't find these bodies till much later, but it definitely told us more clues about the case." It's like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Like, and, and it's like with movies, you want to show, not tell. Mm-hmm, yeah. And and like you said, the timing of it was all weird. They they'd show and then they'd tell what they'd already shown, and yeah, and it, it was just so ugh. It was awful, and that it, it, particularly then when it was like, "I'm going to fill in this plot hole with my words. Right, I'm going to dump right. enough words into this plot hole. I'm going to explain away this thing that actually should bother people watching the movie." Uh, but yeah, so uh, the butcher goes on his revenge quest, and uh, he meets up with his friend, who's a burlesque singer, um, mm-hmm. who everyone thinks is like his girlfriend, but it's just like actually was it the 
there's this whole long sequence where she and the detective are in in his car and she's they're on a date for well, they got a hamburger yeah they got a hamburger in a, a ha- car hamburger in the car yeah and and, and they, they start asking about each other's life story i had this start as my favorite my favorite riffing yeah part is when they're just uh tom and crow and and joel are all just suffering yep they're just in pure agony at how boring each their life stories are oh it's so boring and and it it was so it was so fitting yeah and the way that they tried to tune it out was hilarious but i was i was just beside myself i was laughing so hard at yeah scene. yeah and they took the worst scene in the movie and made it the best scene in the episode they did they they definitely I love it when we're able happens. to save that that scene uh, it, like he tells his story first and then and then she starts talking and they're like no not her no. life story and yeah it, and it's it's like so contrived too it's like she was the her roommate was the butcher's girlfriend but then she broke up with him and then like he just nothing about it mattered no nothing no. about it mattered it was again it was just trying to fill in these like weird plot holes about how can this woman be the love interest of the detective and have the antagonist not care enough for him to come after him but also like have her involved deep enough in the story yeah it's, it's like they just needed to ugh, it was bad um and uh real quick i gotta yeah. i missed another thing about the movie that earlier on the narrator uh says once a dead man always a dead man <laughs> which is probably the most profound piece of logic yeah yeah uh, um there's a uh so the butcher goes and he throws two of the two of the guys off the building. Do they call the him the butcher? That's his nickname for because he's a criminal who kills people. I believe. Or so. was his name butcher? Or I think his name, was he a butcher in a butcher shop? N- I think it was probably because it was his nickname as a criminal. Okay, I I wasn't yeah. sure. That I was the one either. thing that the narrator could have explained that would have been quite helpful. Yep, yep, but he didn't because mm-hmm. every, he maybe wanted to leave it a mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, in movies you show and don't tell. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he throws his uh, two of the three guys. Did he kill all three of them, or did he just kill two of them? I thought he killed everyone but the girl. Well, yeah, but the girl didn't do anything. He didn't want to kill the girl. No, he didn't want to kill the girl. Because they were like, I thought there were three guys that turned He killed turned an unimportant him. number of people. Yes. In addition yep. to a bunch of mm-hmm. random strangers. And so he hid his he hid the $600,000 which is what his take was from this thing. He hid it in a sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's uh, he's down in the sewer and then the cops are going down in the sewer after him. With flamethrowers. Which is my favorite part. It's like there are a bunch of cops going down to this this uh, sewer, and then there's a cop with a flamethrower mm-hmm. and a cop with a bazooka. And it's like, okay, which which two of these things do you not want to use in a tiny tunnel filled with, like, a <laughs> bunch of flammable gas? Like, which of these two weapons is just going to kill everyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, there's actually a little Easter egg in there if you – freeze during the first junction in the sewer you can actually see the teenage mutant ninja turtles oh fun uh yeah oh neat we should talk more about them later yes yeah um so yeah they uh they they finally catch up with them and the guy with the bazooka fires it at him and it just kind of like sort of explodes in his chest it's like they just shot a roman candle at the actor without telling him because he kind of <laughs> freaks out a little bit when this like spark explosion like comes off of his stomach mm-hmm. and then uh the flamethrower guy sets him on fire which apparently uh destructs him a little bit 
Uh, it is his weakness. Yeah, the, he melts a little bit, uh, a la Frankenstein, like you said. Um, and then uh, Doesn't he. Allah mean with ice cream? Um, it could. Mode? Well, it's, I think it's with some. Mm, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> with ice cream? Yeah. With Frank. Mm. With Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like Frankenstein. A la Frankenstein. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so the uh, he climbs up to the surface and then climbs like this weird crane um, that. So okay. He, he comes out in a power plant. Yes, there's. It's like a like a transfer station. Yeah, uh, where there's this bunch of like transformers and stuff, and for some reason there's also like a dock like crane like for moving like uh, shipping containers it's like a power bridge yeah and so he turns it on and then he's he's like it's slowly driving away very slowly and yeah. all, all the cops are just standing there just watching him sort of like huh yeah. wonder what wonder what he's gonna do next and there's a, a hook hanging from this this like bridge crane and it just touches one of the transformers and electrifies the entire crane platform and yeah you they, actually and, don't see the indestructible man get distracted at that point right no it's Im- heavily implied that he basically just vaporized yeah but by the way that all of the policemen watching like turn away with grimaces on their face i assume that he exploded he exploded into a, a, a shower of indestructible viscera but mm-hmm. because they don't show it, yeah. there's room for a sequel. There is. Um, I'd like to announce the film that I'm making, Indestructible Man 2. Yay. Yeah, It's called Indestructible Man 2, uh, Search for Butcher's Gold. <laughs> and uh, pretty good. The Legend of Butcher's Gold. I don't know. Um, anyway, so a couple other things I noticed from this movie and felt the desire to comment on, um, other than the fact that they brought a flamethrower and a bazooka. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a... There's a kind of poor taste Rodney King riff in in this film when uh, during the really boring um, scene where they're in the uh, the car talking about their life stories and the girl's like I just assumed that cops weren't actually real people and they just didn't do anything he's, and they just like went crazy and he's like well you know some of us need to blow off steam once in a while and and they're like that's why we beat up Rodney King and I was like mm, I, who's Rodney King he is the uh, he's an African American man who is savagely beaten by the Los Angeles Police Department in the early 90s oh, and God. when the uh, the policeman who did it were uh, not sentenced. They were uh, set free. Uh, That's what led to the LA riots in uh, in in the early nineties. Oh man, that's brutal. Yeah, and so uh, it's it's one of those things like. It was probably like a hot pop culture quip back when this episode was written, but even now, like especially in our current political climate, yeah. it's like it's still not funny. Yeah, it's just sad. Yeah, I feel bad about my ignorance of not knowing who that was. Well, but now you know. Now I know. Yeah, um, hey, it's an educational. And I also may have had some of my facts wrong. So uh, <laughs> it's not that educational because uh, neither of us are that smart. Um, <laughs> So take that for what it's worth. So what other fun riffs did you have in this? Uh... Oh, favorite riffs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the opening ones is they close in on the door and it says Detective Division. Yeah. And they're like, who's Detective Division? <laughs> that was uh, that one got me too. There's another scene where someone's eating and they just make chewing noises, which is so simple. Yeah, well, it's when they uh, one of the mobster guys is just chewing gum. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's yeah. doing, yeah. Uh, and that really cracked me up. 
Uh, saw your sister outside, you know, the quiet one, when he's talking about in- encountering the cardboard cutout yep, yep, of the yep, burlesque yep, mm-hmm. dancer. And uh, and then uh, two more. Uh, when uh, the butcher picks up the car and he's slowly setting it down, he's like, well, who are you anyway? And then they riff, I'm with Triple A. Yeah. Which is very that good. That was a good one. And then, uh, and then someone says something along the lines of, "Who could believe that someone's back from the dead?" And they riff <laughs> only millions of Christians. Yeah. That was that was also a very very good one. Okay. Um, I had a couple uh, that I liked. The uh, when the butcher throws one of his uh, victims off of a balcony or rooftop or something, uh-huh. uh, like there's a female spectator because they don't actually show the like the body hitting the ground but she no. does the same thing where she like grimaces and turns away mm-hmm. and he looks the butcher's like looking over the edge and and uh joel just goes uh he didn't come out of his tuck in time <laughs> uh and then uh there were uh there's one during undersea kingdom um where a bunch of one of the two Atlantis tribes were riding their horses out of a cave, mm-hmm. and every time a horse and rider came out, if this very kind of small cave, uh, Joel and the bot's like, ow, oh, ow, oh, jeez, ow, oh, ah. Like, I remember you laughing was, at that part. It, it tickled my fancy. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one, and your though. Your fancy being tickled tickled me. Oh, that's nice. Um, the uh, the detective, at the very beginning of Indestructible Man, um, he comes into his boss's office and uh, just sits down real hard on the edge of the desk and and uh, Joel goes, "Oh no, he sat on the pen set," <laughs> and that that really uh, that that got me too. Mm-hmm. So, so what would you what would you rate this movie? Well, actually, give me the short first. Give me the rating on the short. Ugh, the short was awful. Yeah, I'd give it two out of ten. All right. What about you? Um, yeah, I'd give it a one out of ten. There, wow. like it was just. Maybe it's just confusing and dumb. I feel like Mighty Jack was still worse. I guess that's not a short, but yeah, you know what I well, mean? yeah, because it was like an hour long. It, <laughs> yeah, the it, short was the short. It was uh, twenty minutes of pain. It, yeah, I, yeah, we're 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 pretty close to yeah, the same number, yeah. so I won't complain. Um, what about the Indestructible Man? I thought it was okay. I would have maybe watched that late at night with a bowl of. You know, Chili. I was gonna say Dorito popcorn. Yeah, where you mix Doritos and popcorn and you put some melted cheese on top. I usually don't like cheesy things, but since we've been trapped up here for so long, that actually doesn't sound bad. Sounds pretty darn good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever scrape all the toppings off a of pizza and put them in a bowl? Because that is very good. No. Um. It sounds. What intriguing. were we talking about? <laughs> oh, rating the yeah, movie. Yeah, rating the movie. I I feel like I can very generously allot this movie a four. Point five out of ten. Um, okay. Yeah. I think I would uh I don't believe that I've seen this uh episode before because mm-hmm. I don't remember this film. Um I, I think it was one of those that whenever I was looking at the MST three K movies I had, I saw the Indestructible Man, I was like, Oh, that's the amazing Colossal Man. I kind of had those two in the same mm. Uh, like it, they occupied the same space. I in can't my brain. see why. Yeah, shame I on you. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I it must be facial blindness or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, I actually found myself sort of interested in what yeah. was going to happen in the movie. Yeah, like, and I found myself. It's very rare that while I'm watching a movie that's being riffed by MST3K, I find myself like 
taking umbrage with parts of the plot. Mm-hmm. Like I, there was a yeah. there was a point during which I turned to you. I was like, "Why didn't he get the money first and then take his revenge on the guys? Because then he could have gotten away." Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, "Why? Why do you care about this?" Well, it, it like, was it was cohesive enough though yeah. to actually care about elements of the plot. And sometimes they answered my questions. You know, like like I I was like, "Oh." it's going to be an oversight that he wouldn't know that his body would be donated, but then they accounted it for it being kind of a freak chance and yep. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it had structure, it had characters and most of the scenes weren't, you know, I think a lot of the mo- other movies they've done have these long scenes that, right. that are totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And really the only one that was that long and boring was the car scene. Yeah. The date scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everything else was felt like a good pace. Mm-hmm. And there was actually some interesting location in cinematography, like when they're riding on the the hillside trams in L.A. Yeah, like uh, there was there was some interesting like location stuff. There um, was a lot of and lot the actors of, weren't terrible. No, I mean, they no, made a few yeah. jokes about there being bad acting, but right. I mean. I'd give this one a five out of ten. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I would seek out to watch it again because it's not like a weird sci-fi one, like Gamera or something, where I can just like genuinely enjoy parts of it. Yeah. But like, it wasn't as bad of a movie as some of the other ones we've watched. For sure. So, what about this app? I thought they did a pretty great job. Yeah. Um, there are definitely times that I laughed pretty hard. I'd, I'd give this an eight out of ten. Okay. Um, Is that my highest one that I've done? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of a cynical jerk, so... Uh, I disagree, but, uh, you know... We're really bonding. Yeah. Um, it happens. I think it's called Stockholm. Well, you hated me. I was kind of neutral to you. Do you remember when we both wanted the other person to just walk out of the airlock? And I, again, I never wanted that. I, what? I always valued the human companionship, even though you're very mean to me. But uh, anyway... Um, the uh, I would give this probably a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, it wasn't my favorite. Um, I feel like some of the jokes were hit and miss. There were a few times I laughed, but not. It wasn't kind of a continuously entertaining. And I felt like, and this is weird to say, but I felt like there were parts where the movie carried my interest more than the riffing did. Oh, interesting. Um, which was uh, th- this? I think for two reasons. One, um, there was a lot of like there were a lot of references to things that were before my time, mm-hmm. they, more so than other episodes. That's that's usually a pretty common thread, but this one had a lot of. Uh, kind of like pop culture and before references mm-hmm. that just again still even as an adult now went over my head mm-hmm. um and uh and i just think it was you don't think it's timeless no i, I don't think it's timeless and i also like the, their rhythm was a little bit off this one hmm. um they repeated a lot of jokes and when the original joke didn't land very well, it was hard to enjoy the repetition. Like when they were walking through the sewer, they were Lots of poop they made jokes. a lot of poop jokes, and Which some normally, of them were funny. Normally, I'm so game for poop jokes. Right, right. Like when when uh, what was it? The uh, the turd dimension. No, that, that wasn't one that got. See, that's that was one that I was just like, uh, it was the uh, incontinent man mm-hmm. when he had like stuff smeared all over his butt when mm-hmm. he's walking up the ladder, like, oh, instructable man, more like incontinent man. That was funny. I, I laughed at that one, and then uh, they were I, okay, poop jokes. Yeah, yeah. The uh, he's got a soggy full diaper was another one because he had like real saggy pants but three out of six turd emojis yeah yeah so i would give this a seven out of ten it was definitely not 
their strongest episode. Usually the mid-season episodes aren't. It's usually the beginning and the end that are the really strong ones. So yeah, I would I would give this a seven out of ten. Um, still, you know, not bad, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't their strongest work to date. Agreed. Do we have mail? Mail, mail. We do have mail. We do have mail from listeners. If you'd like to write us, we have uh, a Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio. It's not a group. It's a page, and you can like it. Um, Before we have... before we record an episode, we put out a call for our listeners to write us in. Um, sometimes that call is like a month before we record and due to extenuating circumstances. And that's our bad, but we're glad when you guys write in anyway. So thank you, and we love you. Um, so this first one is from our friend Cy. Hello, Cy. Pretty, pretty, pretty sci-fi, sci-fi for, for a, a fly guy. Pretty sci- Pretty sci for... <laughs> cool. Nope, nope. Come uh, on, keep going. Pretty... Let's, let's hear it. <laughs> pretty pretty psychic for a shy guy okay all right okay i'll allow it just because i don't want you to have to try again thank you um he says uh this is one of those films that demonstrates why all out mad science pretty sly okay (laughs) sorry start over (laughs) (laughs) this is one of those films that demonstrates why all out mad science is just a lot more versatile than saner varieties I mean, the same essential process can have so many different applications and results. Example, you take a test subject, pump some chemicals into him, zap him with electricity, and wait. Sure, you have to wade through a bunch of Frankenstein's monsters and your indestructible men while you refine your methods, but every once in a while, boom, you get a Captain America. Um, Oh, I also ask people to uh, um, give us uh, their favorite summer barbecue sides. Ugh. Which are different than your winter barbecue side. Did you say that because you got electrocuted? <laughs> no, no. This was before we watched oh, the film. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, But that is funny. Um, as for barbecue sides, you can't go wrong with a healthy heap of char-grilled Lon Chaney Jr. I'll take mine lightly bazookaed <laughs> and extra crispy. <laughs> uh, that was uh, really good because I had not read ahead on his comment. On the mail, yeah. That was a That's good... That's okay. a slam dunk... Yeah. From pretty, pretty nigh, Bill, mm. pretty Bill Nye for a sigli. Uh, yeah, you, you got it. Thank you. Um, and uh, Michael says, uh, our friend Hello, Michael. Michael. Um, he says, I'm thinking that the indestructible man was only a few beats off from a supervillain. Mm. Um, which, yeah, no, I get it. Um, he continues, uh, I have to imagine that uh, back when this was made, fans of Lon Chaney Jr., who is the, the butcher, um, were sad to watch their favorite movie monster slumming it in this piece of crap. Aww. Somehow, they made a movie about an unstoppable super zombie mime boring. Was he a, was he a zombie? I don't think he was. A, I think he was just... A big guy. I mean, like, I totally think he counts as a zombie. Okay. If, if yeah. I zo- well, okay, he did come back from the dead. Yeah, if yeah, I, okay. I zombie right. yeah, counts yeah, yeah. as a zombie, then okay. this guy counts as a <laughs> zombie. If the protagonist of I zombie counts as a zombie, then okay, fine, sure. Um, uh, I don't know if this movie was the inspiration for Chuck Norris's Silent Rage, but it does seem to have the same type of villain. No, it's Silent Rage a movie or is she just talking in general about <laughs> Chuck Norris's <laughs> Silent Rage? Yeah. The, the thing that keeps Chuck Norris up at nights? <laughs> I'm not a professional writer or anything, but I do like taking B and C level movie monsters and trying to work them into updated supervillains. I definitely think that there's a place somewhere for the indestructible man in comic books. That sounds like something a professional writer would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, well, and also, like, 
that's like Thor, Superman, The Incredible Hulk, uh, Captain America, <laughs> um, The Winter Soldier, uh, whatever. What other indestructible superheroes do we have in comics? There's no shortage. There's no shortage. But uh, um, I think I think you're onto something, though, Michael. Agreed. Um, the best side for any barbecue is a nice cold beer. Maybe also some grilled corn mm. with butter and pepper been so long since we've had beer mm, yeah and also you know we uh we can we can pour that beer on our barbecued lawn cheney jr so <laughs> sounds delicious this so this is our this is our gizmonic institute radio uh fan potluck barbecue so so far we have uh some grilled up lawn cheney jr lightly bazooka and some uh grilled corn uh-huh. So these are all these are all very good, uh, and uh, some ice cold beer too. So thank you, Michael, you're being for bringing the beer. More supportive than you should be. I think this sounds like a terrible potluck. Okay, well I'm you know I'm just trying to be nice. So I know. Um, uh, my word is this movie gray. <laughs> this is from Travis, by the way. Thank Hello, you Travis. For Travis. Um, uh, gray picture, gray writing, gray acting. I just rewatched it, and all I can remember is a screen of gray. Maybe an extreme <laughs> close-up. <laughs> I liked the Undersea Kingdom Gypsy Tube Parade sketch, though, and the reference to the WKRP Cincinnati turkey drop at the end. Oh, when Crow I love says, that. I'll that just slip episode. into this doorway here. That's hilarious. Yeah, um, that is very I good. didn't catch that that's what that was from, but I love that episode. Also, really quick, can I just say that, like, I don't know if just being in space has dramatically affected our psyches mm-hmm. because we're almost always polar opposite of the people we pull. Either uh, they love it and we hated it. Well, no, or, he, he said he liked the Undersea Kingdom 2 parade sketch. He didn't say he liked the short. No, but yeah, people are complaining about how crappy this movie is. Oh, and, and we like the movie. There's been other times yeah. that we've complained about how crappy the That's movie true. is. I don't know what the deal is. I'm, I'd rather be on that side of it than on us just ragging on but we've a done movie that before. for like two hours and everyone being like, I love this movie. That's, this movie makes me think of my son. That's what I, and we're just like, this is a garbage movie from Satan's butt. That's and then, literally what I'm saying is yeah. that we've done both. Right, it's true. Um, as for sides, Travis is going to bring to our potluck um, some buttered corn on the cob um, or a fresh watermelon with a dash of salt. All right, guys, we've got two two corn <laughs> got two plates. Corns. We don't have a main dish except for a char bo- char grilled actor. <laughs> yeah, I, lightly bazooka char grilled. I'm actor. a little disappointed with. The I offerings asked them for to bring sides. Oh, that's true. yeah. We're what, we're the what one. What are we bringing for the main course? Um, I thought you were bringing the main course. <sighs> this is really embarrassing, yeah. guys. Uh, Bologna our imaginary, skewers. Our imaginary barbecue is not going well. Our hot dogs. We could just roll our bologna into tubes and make hot dogs. That's what hot dogs are, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, we got hot dogs. Good. All right. Neat. All right. Our friend Steve writes in. Hello, Steve. I watch, he says, I watch this on National Donut Day. How apt. Oh, because of all the donut Donut jokes. jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the increasingly obscure references to Pink Floyd, uh, Toys in the Attic, he is crazy, and the F Troop, it is Balloon, and the references to the sewer being better than an SNL has aged. Uh, Yeah, I I agree. Like, uh, I think... And the these things like Pink Floyd, I know some Pink Floyd, but you know this is not this is not a formative music influence for me. And then I the only thing I know about the F Troop was that I sort of knew the theme song when I was growing up because I had a the theme song F-troop? TV show CD. Or is it the Goof Troop? It's the F Troop. 
I'm pretty sure it's the Goof Troop. Goof Troop is a different thing. <laughs> goof Troop is a cartoon. F Troop is a uh, old black and white military comedy sitcom. No, is it a sitcom? If it's like MASH but funny. Okay. Uh, um, I love the riff about Cheney wearing a J. Crew barn jacket. Unless there's someone out there who remembers an obscure stand-up routine and also had a sibling who worked at J. Crew, I'm likely alone on that. See that? See, he picked out a lot of the things that you were complaining yep, about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now we understand everything. Well, I don't have a sibling that worked at J. Crew, and I also don't uh, remember an obscure stand-up routine. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undersea Kingdom is dumb. Yes, thank you. Um, But I do enjoy the stunt work, particularly by Corrigan. Alas, less for him to do in this episode. I just saw Solo, which is a better film, but all the action is across the front of a green screen. So, yes, I I agree that Solo is probably... A, I have not seen it, but I would I would bet money that Solo is a better film than episode yeah, two I of think, Undersea Kingdom. I think the bar is just <laughs> resting on the ground at this point. Yeah. Uh, as to the main feature, yes, gray. Even Angel's Flight looks great. Sort of an odd choice to have Chaney not talk and instead overact with his eyebrows. I'd have hoped that it would work, as I find Larry Talbot pretty whiny. Thus, isn't so much of a. I think it's just supposed to be. This isn't so much of a movie as it is a collection of tropes. The butcher is so detestable that I can't sympathize with his revenge. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like he's there's nothing lovable about him. He just is a monster that like turns into a bigger monster. Well, yeah, and he and he doesn't just kill like the people he's getting revenge against either. Like he kills pretty indiscriminately. Yep. Um, and then uh, Steve follows up with, uh, isn't it kind of weird that the butcher first died in the gas chamber? Given his rebirth and second death, didn't the story demand the electric chair? Yeah, it really did. Yeah. But then he would have been electrocuted three times. Yeah, but that would have been amazing. Yeah, that's true. I think I think what they were going for is the irony of electricity gave him life and then also killed him. But I could be reading way too much into the, the ability of the writers in this film. So, um... Uh, anyway, uh, Steve finishes up with uh, favorite side. Please is not corn. Square potato knish with hot dog onion sauce. Ugh. So we got we got a not corn side, which uh, you hot wanted. dog sauce. Yeah, hot dog sauce. Is that ketchup? Is is he trying to say ketchup? No, no onion hot dog sauce. Hot dog onion sauce, which is I think it's like pickle relish but made of onions. We're moving on. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are not things, uh, Paul Not Paul writes in. Paul Not Paul! Um, I think the cereal shorts are a good idea, but they never really gelled in the MST3K era. Although I do like the general hospital ones. There's a nice reference to misery in the beginning of the short. Uh, the movie itself is a good mid-tier episode. Nothing spectacular, but not bad either. It's a weird mashup of noir detective and mad science monster movie. I don't feel like they succeeded in their objective of making a good movie. LOL. What kind of name is Squeamy? <laughs> Fair enough. I don't think they succeeded in their objective of making a good movie either, Paul. Um, the host segments are pretty fun. I like the voice switching and the Undersea Kingdom Parade is funny. Uh, watermelon is a pretty good staple for summer barbecues. That's the second instance of watermelon. Yeah, so the too. first one's salted. So we've got salted watermelon, and unsalted watermelon, okay. barbecued corn, okay. more barbecued corn, mm-hmm. uh, potato knish with uh, onion hot dog sauce, um, and uh, a braised barbecued lon chaney. 
All right. Yep. Uh, finally, uh, our friend Greg writes in. Hello, Greg. Wait, does Greg have a nickname? Uh, I don't think so. I nope. think this may what be if- the first time Greg wrote in. All right. Hi, Greg. Let's Welcome, I, Greg. I'm going to give him a nickname. Okay. His I nick- think you have to write in at least five times before you get a nickname. Okay. His nickname is Greg. <laughs> well, Okay. I guess we should give a we should give a nickname to Steve then too because Steve has written in every episode. Have we not nicknamed Steve <laughs> before? No, nope. What's what's a good nickname for Steve? I don't know. He well, he's like he's like the guy who knows more than we will ever know about MSD3K. Okay, so maybe we should call him the the like the prophet. Or what's it, like a MS Steve K? MS Steve 3K. MS okay. Steve 3K. All right, that is that's it. It's MS Steve 3K. Okay, you got to remember that. He then. is he has earned it by not only educating us about many of the jokes that we don't get, but also correcting us on some of the dumb things we've said. So MS Steve 3K. MS Steve 3K. You're looking at your nickname. Uh, and then uh, Greg. Yeah. What, what does he uh, say? He says I can take or leave this Lon Chaney Jr. movie. 1964 Spider Baby is a better one. It is absolutely insane. I agree. I have. Uh, I think we screened Spider Baby at one point for mm-hmm. a project, and it was a very crazy movie. Um, I love the Undersea Kingdom, though. Guys in dresses, helicopter aeroplanes, and a big car covered in plywood. <laughs> this is one of the few serials I own and watch all the way through. Sides are deep-fried hush puppies and coleslaw. All right, so and he so, brought two different sides. Yeah, Greg came through with uh, with some Save sides. the whole barbecue dinner. Our hot dog, our hot dog barbecue is going to be real good now. Right. So I want to thank everyone who wrote in. Uh, you are all amazing. Um, it's been a little while since we've had an episode, but we're getting back on track. Uh, we uh, really appreciate it. Like, uh, like I, don't, a, I don't think we've had anyone comment on their nickname. I don't think so either. I, I'm gonna actually gonna start over on that part, so you might want to say that again. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, I, it's not you. I just messed up what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's been no acknowledgement of of people getting nicknames. Yeah. Well, no. Paul, not Paul, has acknowledged his nickname before. Okay. Yeah. I think there's been some acknowledgement. I want. I feel. I don't like... think we're giving people nicknames so we can be thanked for their nicknames. No, 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 no. I'm just <laughs> saying that, like. You haven't had any gratification for giving someone else a nickname. I just. I think my dream in this life, okay, you know, my my poor paltry existence on mm-hmm. a on a spaceship, yeah, with, with a not for company, but this man here, mm-hmm. hi, uh, uh, is that uh, it'd be great if someone's Facebook nickname was Facebook name was their nickname, okay, right, oh, so they actually literally changed their their public Facebook profile, yeah. to the nickname given to them by an obscure. Uh, genre hobby podcast about a tv show yeah or maybe okay. even if they went to the courthouse and, oh, and actually changed their legal legally name. changed their name okay yeah, yeah i think yeah, that, that sure. would probably be pretty great yeah okay yeah if anyone actually legally changes their name to their nickname we've given them you can be on the show i'm just gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thank you to everyone who wrote in we love you all um if you want to write into a future episode follow us on facebook our page is uh facebook.com slash msd3k that's not what our facebook is our facebook is facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio um we're also on twitter at mst3k underscore podcast and we are on itunes and google play so if you want to go on there and uh give us a nice review um we're approaching 100 reviews on itunes which is 
is really cool. Um, we don't mention that. Well, we mentioned every episode. We don't really emphasize it, but those reviews actually do help uh, other people who like kind of similar things find our show because it gives our show visibility. So if you've got five minutes and uh, you know you're sitting on like a in a cab or on a bus or something, you're like, oh, I don't have anything to do. You just go, go say like, hey, these guys are awesome. Like, give them give us five stars. Uh, so we appreciate that. Um, and uh, if you want to support our show, we have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash gizmonic. Uh, there's also a link to it on our Facebook page. Um, for a dollar a month, you can get access to our uh, other podcast, which is Dr. Odd's Cinematic Fun Dumpster. Um, we, Even though we've had a little bit of a break for this show um, due to uh, circumstances beyond our control, we still have been able to do an episode in the meantime of Dr. Odd's Cinematic Fun Dumpster because we do do that one monthly for our donors. So, uh, yeah, we, we had some <laughs> kind of Dr. Odd plot developments that happened on that show. Nothing that's actually going to affect your enjoyability of this show, but if you're kind of wondering about the time Dr. Odd went to prison and why, um, you can donate to our Patreon and uh, kind of fill in some of the, the you know, non-important but still kind of fun gaps. Um, we really appreciate everyone who has donated to our show. Um, we have... Uh, uh, been able to pay for our domain and our hosting this year thanks to you uh, for the first time not out of pocket and uh i can say it's not out of pocket 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 because we finally have pop filters pocket pocket Polly on our microphones Poppy. which i know is uh as someone who edits the show uh, every time we put it out um not having pop filters is kind of annoying Hot and i pocket. can imagine that to all the people listening this is going to be a very uh peter Piper. great improvement um we've also improved some of our other gear as well um so peppers. we could not do that without uh our wonderfully generous donations um please push on our patreon so if you can uh don't pull it's it's just a dollar a month to get um access to that other ep or our other podcast dr odd cinematic fun dumpster it's a fun show uh dr odd forces us to watch bad movies um pringle, pringle, and then talk pringle. about them with him uh this last month we watched or i think it's this coming month we watched Manborg, um which is a movie about a man who's also a cyborg and he's fighting count Dr- count draculon i believe it's who's a cyborg vampire from hell but also the future so uh yeah that's our that's our patreon one more time that's patreon.com slash gizmonic if you can spare a dollar a month we really really appreciate it helps us out um uh we love all of you though for listening you you all make it uh very very worthwhile to do this show and uh we really appreciate your continued patronage and your fandom and you are by far the best mst3k close-knit fan group on the internet and we love you all and thank you for listening renee you got anything before we talk about ninja turtles a little bit nothing all right well Let's, uh, let's, I guess, go wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. High pocket, pocket, pocket. <laughs> that pop filter is really, uh, pocket. it's really earning its paycheck today, huh? <laughs> well, this has been the audio log for MST3K, season four, episode nine, The Indestructible Man. Hey, Dr. Rod, how was your oatmeal? We're done with the audio log. Mm. I gotta tell you, it was delicious. 
Even okay. better, even better with cat's milk, I find. Ugh. Ugh. You know, know, you know, I was using that ferret milk, and it was Ugh. not good. <laughs> that sounds like musky. Yeah, it, it, I could, I could Amy? almost smell yeah. it. I could almost smell it, like when you said ferret's milk. Yeah, it's it's, it's got a game to it. Yeah, it's like if you were if you were chewing on a piece of cheese for a little too long, and Very then, similar, then you smell yes. the skunk. Like cheese, yeah. like like cheese that also smells like hair. Ugh. But unwashed hair or washed hair? Eh. I was just about to complain that that you guys get stuck on food horror, and then you moved into body horror, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna let this. I'm gonna write it out. Listen, if you haven't noticed already, our existence here is horror. So that's true. This, true. We're just kind of like Isn't it you know, for us all. It really is. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles—they're pretty cool, right? I agree. Which one's your favorite? Um, I like the the one with the brown hair. What was? Is it what, him? Is that a? Is it Spider? I heard some. Oh my god! This place is so messy. Straighten up your water bottles. Well, uh, no. Go on. They're, it's a. I'm working on a thing. No, he's gonna be here any second. All right, I'll scoot him under my bed. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know why he's <laughs> knocking. Okay, we're gonna open the airlock. All right. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Okay. Should we open the airlock? I mean, you you made me clean my water bottles Listen, up, so uh, I don't if, think. Look, if you don't open it. He's gonna come in anyway. Okay, He's let's. He's a freaking spider All right. person. Okay. Okay. Just let him in. Here All we right. go. Open it up. <laughs> hey, uh, are you spider? Hey guys, it's me, spider. Whoa. Whoa. What's up, spider? Oh great. Listen. What? Okay. <laughs> Neat. Good answer to my question. You know, no disrespect, no disrespect, you know. You don't need look, to give me that look. You guys look a little little freaked out, and I gotta tell you, there's no reason to be freaked out. It's just me, your old pal Spider. Well, I, I mean, we're, we've heard of you before, Spider, but we're yeah. not... Spider? I was in prison. Yeah. I was in prison. Mm-hmm. People I think... make mistakes. Yeah, what mistakes did you make? Or is that not, like, what you... Ad- well, I guess we're not in prison, so prison etiquette doesn't apply. You know, okay. Right. So I was just... Yeah. I was just gonna say that I like... Maybe to I should make two more. <laughs> I mean, at oh. this point... Two more. I mean, these delicious fruit baskets that I brought up here for you. Yay! Oh, what a trick! This is wonderful! We haven't had anything that's relatively fresh in, in a long time. That's the best mistake ever to bring... Mm-hmm. Your old pal Spider. Hi, Spider. Hey, Spider. It's nice to meet you. So I, I uh, think that you, it's important. You can check, you can check uh, one of these, these legs. Oh. Um, don't, don't be, don't be weirded out by okay. it. This one, a little slimy. Maybe stay away from that one. Okay. Other, Thank you. You know, the other ones have uh, digits. I'm going to uh, shake the one that looks like the print symbol. Rest in peace. Which one are you shaking? I, I was just going to say that I really need to be direct yeah, a little bit one, here. Yeah, which one are you shaking? I don't have a lot of feeling in them. <laughs> um, you're just around the back of him, and I can't see what you're doing. Yeah, it's obviously for me. It's real hard. I, I think it's really important to be direct. Okay. And uh, I hope this is, this isn't intending to be rude. Um, but have you have you ever seen Austin Powers' Spider? Um, no. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well... The listeners will understand that there's a scene where there's a character who has a mole and who is a mole, and Austin Powers can't stop thinking the word mole, 
And when I look at you, I just think legs, 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 over and over again. Oh, so you're saying my name should should be Legs? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I like Spider, Spider, you know? Yeah. Don't take my fruit basket away. I think your name's great. Yeah, I I think it's great, too. Yeah. Quit holding it above my head. (laughs) I mean, it should be obvious to you guys why they call me Spider, right? Oh, yeah, because you got a tattoo. That spider tattoo on your your right. neck, and it has nothing That's to do right. with the eight legs that you have, or the fact no, that you can spin silk out of your butt for not some not reason. <gasps> yeah. Can you spin us something wonderful? Sure, but I mean, but uh. Maybe what like you, a blanket. A blanket would be nice. A blanket. A butt right. blanket. Here we go. A butt so blanket. Yeah. Hang on, one second. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. This is a lot less pleasant than I was expecting. Okay, it's almost about done. Oh, man. If spiders were human size, would that be the noise they make all the time? <laughs> so that was it. There's, uh, Yay! Sorry for the last part that I had with the fringe. No, that's, that's fine. I think you accidentally did have a... Yeah, what it sounded like at the very end. Yeah, there's a little the bit of uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, let's not, you know, let's not get foul. Yeah, no, I don't but want to point I'm it out. I'm pretty excited. I think I can just yeah. shake this out, and uh, here we go. What are the uh, washing instructions on this? Are they uh, is this like tumble dry low or? No, it's, uh, I'm sorry, that's, that is very strictly dry clean only. Okay, all right. Um, well, Renee, this is your blanket. I'm rolling myself up like a little burrito. Uh, yeah, wrap yourself up in that. Yeah, wow, it's really moist and sticky. Absolutely. How about you, uh, how about you, uh, Jeff? You, you, you want <laughs> Hey, <No>. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's hugging me. I can't move my arms and my legs. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a snuggie that I make with my butt. Yeah, no, I think I'm good. I'm just going to eat this fruit basket. I feel yeah, so go, safe. Yeah, okay. That's a good idea, too. I think I uh, feel like I need to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, probably not for sleeping. Hey, listen, while we're all hanging out and you know, being good friends, where's, uh, where's all that gold that, uh, that Dr. Rod mentioned that you, that you got there, Jeff? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, did he explain to you that he completely cleaned out our all our bank accounts and everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we don't... I, we don't have any money or anything. Don't listen to him. He's got lots. He's got all kinds. He's got money stashed around here. You seen it earlier. I'm so scared I'm gonna p- put my face under the blanket. No, don't, no, don't, don't. No. Put your whole head in there. It's like, it's like <laughs> no. those, uh, those mummy bags. <laughs> You know, the sleeping bags they make? Uh, I don't want to be alone in space. Yeah, get on in there. Uh, okay. Um, well. Well, that's a big sound, I think. Okay. For, for some reason, my, uh, my elvish made dagger is glowing blue right now, and I don't know why, but I'm going to use it to oh. cut open Renee's Snuggie. Hold on. No, no. no. Oh, Jeff! Oh. Jeff. You're all you're all pale and and moist looking. You broke my blanket. Uh, well, you was for your own good. You were suffocating. This man just worked really hard to make a blanket out of his own body. Yeah, I mean it's good that he does it. That's cool. As Doctor Rod said, he would be. 
Okay, Spider, if I give you the geographical coordinate, ge geographical, is that coordinates? Is like longitude, latitude, is that what those sure. are called? I sure. thought you okay. were a pirate. I, yeah, I don't, I'm not a navigator. I'm a pirate. I got a guy to do that. I had a guy to do that. If you're listening, Chimbus, <laughs> uh, you know, send help. Um, anyway, uh, so if I give you the uh, the coordinates to where the, the gold and the jewels are, will you uh, stop weaving us? I assume that this fruit is poison, right? Oh, is that... oh yeah, yeah. It's okay, poison. all right. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm going to go ahead and put that like in the incinerator. Obvious, like I showed up, I mean, <sighs> My name's Spider. I mean, you seem like a real nice guy. I didn't want to... I try to be. Well... You know? It doesn't you, seem that way. Yeah, I mean, her name is excellent. Blanket. Yeah, I guess yeah. he likes me a lot more than you because I'm cooler. Oh, well, okay. Um, yeah, well, you just wait. You just wait till it gets to be a, a crisp autumn night. You'll you'll wish old spider was around. Yeah. We don't have seasons blanket. here in space, spider. But thank you for reminding me. What you wish for my blood blanket? Well, I think we got a new T-shirt for our store. Um... Okay, I'm going to give you the latitude and longitude of where my treasure is. Um, okay. And then you can go and you can unearth it. And, uh, yeah. yeah. you got to give him the X coordinate, the Y coordinate, and the Z coordinate. Yeah, um, yeah okay. Well, sure. here's here's the latitude and longitude. Okay. And uh, you'll see that there's a uh, pine tree. Um, and you need to uh, walk. Oh, hang on. Before you give him the map. Yeah, burn the that's all we have had to eat for uh, the last wow. few years. That's Real why quick. I was really excited about. You, you don't. You don't think there's any way you could take us with you when you go down to Earth? No, actually, what I can't tell the truth. What I was gonna do was just actually eat you both. But, oh. Oh, really? But the thing is, now Spider. Uh, I, 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 I hate baloney. Yeah, we're probably pretty much 100% below. If you are, what you eat? That's, I, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not gonna be rude, but I mean, this, this shit just smells like the inside of like a, a bologna factory. I sweat salted meat. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say real quick before you hand him the map, can I uh, burn yeah. the edges of the wrapper real quick? Oh, sure, yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah, now it looks, oh there yeah. There you go. Yeah, good. If you, Spider, you have a couple hours, we could, uh, you know, um, take some uh some old tea leaves and and brew some tea then we could colorize this map too oh cool uh yeah i'll tell you what i'll tell you what why don't i go ahead while you guys are doing that i'll just go around the corner and uh i'll make you guys some new like uh, clothes and stuff yeah yeah no you know here's just the here's the map it's got the coordinates on it you okay. go to the pine tree 50 paces north and then uh yeah, no, you'll see a rock and then take 10 i know yeah 10, <laughs> ten paces spider and then uh yeah there'll be a there'll be a kind of a another rock formation that sort of looks like uh a thumbs up and then when you see that you're going to go around it and then four paces west and then you'll see another tree and then that'll point you in the direction of the cove uh, there is a little rowboat. Take the rowboat uh, around the horn of the cove, and then you'll see a cave that you can only access through the sea. Go in the cave. Um, go about 60 paces inland through the cave, and then you'll see a little alcove in the rock, and uh, it's going to be covered up with some smaller Good, rocks. You know take... what? I can, I can figure it out. Okay. All right. Um, I'm I just, yeah, just letting so, you know. Listen, I'm going to take off. 
Aww. Uh, feel okay. free to eat the rest of that fruit, but don't eat, like, more than, like, three or four bites, I would say. Be, okay, no, I'm just going to yeah. jettison it out. Actually, I'm just going to put it in the incinerator, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. that's probably a good yeah. idea, honestly. Listen, I want to tell you guys, before I leave, yeah. uh, by the way, I was not honest with you earlier. My name, it's it's not Spider because of the, because of the tattoo. Oh, okay. So I'm sure you probably figured out why. Well, uh, because you like apple cider. I'll tell you. Because you're a spy who likes cider. My real name is Doctor Webb. Oh. Doctor uh, Webb makes spider. Did you start that uh, website, WebMD? Or are you not yeah, a medical doctor? Yeah, I did pretty well for myself. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised that you you went to prison then. Well. You know what? You, I do you I don't want to know. Do you know how many people freak out when they read WebMD? Yeah, no, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. Especially when, they, like, you just secretly, like, half the stuff you put in there is about spiders. Oh. Yeah, I did notice there's a, like, a, higher than cough. normal spider content. Oh, uh, it's probably, you should probably go wrap yourself up in a web and get eaten by spiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you're feeling pain in your shoulder, um, it could be either, you know, like a, a rotator cuff tear or like a strained muscle, or you could have a nest of spiders trying to burrow into your yeah. bones. Either way. Yeah, yeah. You know, anyway, it's, it's all kind of a toss-up. Dr. Dr. Webb. Dr. Webb McSpider. Okay. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. yeah so I, you know the truth. You are, you are the most chaotic neutral visitor we've had on this spaceship. Yes. So, <laughs> it's I guess it's nice to meet you. I'm happy... And you hate you both. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Well, Aww, bye, it's spider. mutual. Alright, oh, I gotta wrap myself up with a cocoon. Yep. Oh, God. You go behind like a privacy screen or something. <laughs> okay. Well, see you. See you. Do, you. do you want me to roll you out the uh, the airlock then? Is that. Oh, he's giving a thumbs up from I can I think that's a th- well, or maybe that's the middle. Okay, whatever. I'm gonna roll you out the airlock. Okay, all right. Here it goes. Oh man, he totally biffed that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I gave him coordinates to this bottomless pit. Um, oh really? So yeah, I hope he falls in. Um, if he doesn't, I. Hey, listen, I'm back. Yeah. What, uh, what happened? Uh, well, well Spidey spider. tried to kill us. Um, Renee almost took the bait. Um, we need to t- talk about your gullibility. Is he going to come back around me anymore? That's all no, I, I gave him coordinates to where he thinks my treasure's buried. It's actually just a bottomless pit. So oh, okay. it's yeah, it's a bottomless pirate cove pit that fills with water oh, um, every high tide. So maybe that'll get him. If not, he's probably going to show back up to you. Because uh, I don't think it's convenient to go to space. Either way, um, I'm going to eat me some more of that oatmeal. 